Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all of the apps that people listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for hosting, recording, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now while reading you this ad. With my team being all over the country, Anchor allows us to sound like we're all in the same room. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Remember, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Well, everyone, it is Thursday, and today is another episode of Nationally Unbothered, but today it's not really going to be a fun episode, because some real serious stuff has been happening in the news, and it's just time for us to take a serious stance on what's been going on. So I'm Shari, Lisa and Julian are also I am the uh, most incredible Julia. Oh my God. <laughs> Here we go. And it has been 25 He wouldn't be himself if he didn't, Shari. <laughs> yeah, did y'all peep how I went into my, my Devontae swing voice? Yeah, this is Julia. <laughs> oh <my God>. Anyway. <laughs> Can't even take it serious. What's everybody drinking tonight? Well, I am having my usual, my water with lemon. Oh, my gosh. Lisa, what are you drinking? You know what? Actually, I'm not even drinking tonight. Okay. Well, I am drinking Big Brother's Hard Root Beer. That sounds good. So it's basically root beer with liquor in it. It's great. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, so let's get on to this serious topic. I'm just going to give a little disclaimer because a lot of the people who have been listening to us for several months now, they know that anything will come out of any of our mouths you are not allowed to hold us accountable for half or even a, a a smidgen of the shit that we say. Our opinions change from episode to episode and minute to minute. Absolutely. So in this moment, this is how the fuck we feel about this bullshit ass Dallas police officer chick, Amber Geiger, and 
her killing a 26-year-old man, Botham Jean, in his house where he lay his head because she got mixed up about where she was, so she claimed. But before we get down deep and dig into it, we're going to fast forward into two years and a month afterwards. Julian, you want to shame somebody. Yeah, we need to uh, shame um, Mrs. Kemp's ass. Y'all don't know who Mrs. Kemp is. Mrs. Kemp is the judge that did the sentencing in, um, in the courtroom. Um, not only did she sentence this woman who went inside this man's home while he was sitting on his couch in his drawers eating ice cream on a Friday night, she sentenced this woman to 10 years, first degree murder, 10 years, but that's not even the big, that's not even the part that got me pissed, that, 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 that's pissed off worthy. You, she got her ass off the, off the, the bench and came down. And gave this girl a hug. And what wow. And gave her a Bible. Now, I have been, unfortunately for me, I have been going to court off and on ever since I got my first speeding ticket in 2000, maybe 2002. <laughs> and I've been watching a shitload of court TV episodes where motherfuckers get, get sentences Sentence to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 85, 105, 2,000 years in prison. And I have never seen a judge get their ass up off the bench to come and console and hug somebody that they wow. just sentenced for murder. That was horrible and that was despicable. And when I saw the interview that she gave, <laughs> I wanted to take the TV that I was watching it on, mm -hmm. drive down I-85 here in Charlotte, North Carolina, mm -hmm. and just toss that motherfucker out the window. Oh. She said in her interview she say, that the only thing that she regrets is that the girl had to ask her twice for a hug. Wow. She didn't realize that when she asked her for a hug, she literally was thanking her for sparing her for the rest of her life. That's what she was doing. Pretty much. That's just some old slave mentality. Like, you did yes. me this favor, so yes. come on down here and get uh, your reward. Yeah, yeah, Manny. That's what that's what we got, Manny. That's all I could think of was Manny. And and I know that we're not shaming her as well, but there was a the 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 the, the officer that was in the courtroom. Brushing this girl's goddamn hair. The black girl. Yeah. Oh my God! This this was 
This was despicable. I mean, this here, was, it got one. here it is. A lady shoots a gun in the air. The bullet, it didn't hit nobody. Nobody even found a shell. And she spent 20 years in prison for shooting air. And she was a victim of domestic violence, too, might I add, that the police had been to that residence you know, on numerous occasions um, because of her and her um, lover, whoever he was at that time. Um, and she had been a, a victim of domestic violence. Um, yes. chilling in his own house, no cares in the world. And, and you, you get, get a hug. Ten years you get a hug. A hug. A hug. Well, damn the ten years. The hug is what I mean, you you gave her a hug and you went down and cried and prayed with her and gave her a Bible. How many young how many how many how many black males that have come through your courtroom? That you have sentence with no remorse. You didn't bat an eye for them, but you got your ass off the bench to give this girl that murdered somebody in cold blood. Not only did she get 10 years, she got a hair fixed while she was in court and got a hug and a bottle. <laughs> wow. This man said she got her hair fixed like Okay, family. Listen, we have we have to stop because this is about to go where we're trying to go. So we have we have shame the judge, shame on you, judge, judge, shame. Let's stop. Okay, now let's start. Okay, let's start all over because Lisa Lisa was about to take us there. So let's go back to September sixth, two thousand eighteen. 
when Mr. Gene gets a someone walking into his apartment. I can only imagine the look on his face when there was just some woman in his apartment pointing a gun at him and shooting him. The news comes on, bam. Dallas police officer um, mistakes a neighbor for someone being in her apartment and kills him. Everybody's initial reaction. Go. Lisa, first thought. Yes, please. First thoughts when you heard it. What was your reaction? I, I questioned whether or not she actually knew him or whether or not she was involved with him or whether or not she had wanted to be involved with him and he rejected her. I, I just didn't know at the time exactly what was happening. Right. Because there wasn't enough detail and sometimes, you know, women do things intentionally because of rejection or because of they were initially involved and then the person didn't want to be involved with them anymore. So I just, I wasn't quite sure what was happening and why, because I had a problem with, she didn't have a red rug at her door, but the door that she went to had a red rug. How did you miss that? And how do you walk into somebody's house and you don't see your own furniture? Exactly. I mean, that's the first thing I would have said. Uh uh oh. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the wrong place. I just, I don't know. I don't, I didn't get it. I still don't get it. You're a police officer. We understand that. You're supposed to pay attention to detail. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't get to make that state, that mistake. You are a a police officer. Um, And so you, 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 you know, part of your job description, I would think, is to be able to pay attention to detail. Well, you, know, you have to know what's now. going on. Yeah, come on now. Y'all have uh, must have washed out half of reality. We, they've been mistaking cell phones, um, freaking anything that they can, just your hands moving, period. Uh, freaking right. ID cards, uh, license right. to carry cards, and everything else for guns. Are you? Do you really think this woman who was high and drunk when she walked in, would be able to notice a rug or that her furniture had somebody had completely made over her apartment. Would you think that she would not be able to, you know, I can't believe y'all thought she would be able to see that. I don't see why she, I don't see why she wouldn't. She was texting her boyfriend who was a married man at the time. You know, I mean, she wasn't, she, she wasn't that, she wasn't that goddamn drunk. She knew she wanted. She knew she needed to be in communication with some dick. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the fuck on here now. That's not you know. Come on. She wasn't that goddamn drunk. She knew she was. She was co- coherent enough to know. Hey, I'm drinking. I need some dick. <laughs> yeah. And my thing is too. My thing is too is that even when she walked in. The mishap of walking into somebody else's apartment that wasn't locked, the door wasn't locked. Wouldn't you talk with that person instead of just immediately reacting by shooting them? Why is a burglar going to be sitting in your house eating and watching TV? Like, what kind of does that? 
and his drawers. Let's not forget the fact that he was sitting in his drawers eating ice cream on a Friday night in his underwear, chilling. Like, who the hell breaks in somebody's house and does that? You know what? I'm going to go break in this house over here. I'm about to eat their ice cream, sit on their money. Sorry, don't get home. Yeah, sorry, don't get home to... 11 o'clock tonight, and so, you know, she worked at 3 to 11 shift, so I'ma just chill till she, you know. What? <laughs> yeah. Nah, but yeah, that was just despicable. It was just despicable. Alright, so she just does a 911 call, and she's just all, oh my gosh, and everybody's like, this poor officer. Immediately. And she didn't. Yeah. Immediately. They started yeah. defending her. Right, right. Started right. trying to find um, any dirt they could find on this young man, but guess what? There was none to be found. There was none to be found. And all the pictures right. that you find, he's in a graduation outfit. Everything that you find on this young man is so positive by all accounts, from his family members and friends and people that knew him, he was like Jesus. The man, you know, it was uh, he was uh, he was singing. He was singing in the choir. I mean, you. I, I mean, think about this for a second. L- let's just take a moment to process this. You have a 26-year-old single black man in, that has his own place in his house eating ice cream. On a Friday night. Do you know how much of a square you got to be to be doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know, I mean, think of, I mean, if that don't tell you the character, if that don't tell you what type of person he was, this man was in his house on a Friday night. Do you know at 26 years old what I would have been doing in my own apartment 20, uh, on a Friday night? And I don't even I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying. So, and then the thing about it is, they are what they were trying to do. They allowed this woman to go get in the car and erase text messages. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See that part, I wasn't aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's all trust me. It's a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. when they start going through her computer and yeah. all the stuff, the things that she was posting, the racist things that she was posting. Like right. it just it so it just kept progressively getting ugly and uglier and uglier to the point where they was like, Yo, we have got to let you go. We gotta cut our losses. The police department was like Yeah. We're I mean, finding more dirt on you than we're finding on him. Yeah, I mean, and, and not to mention that when she shot when she shot this man in the chest twice, sent a mask, and, and, and I want people, people have to understand this, because I learned this, I learned this by um, my professors, uh, two of my professors, one of them was the former district attorney, assistant district attorney for Chatham County, and the other one um, was a former, he was, a, he was actually police chief. Um, for uh, Pooler, and then he later became on, later became to be the interim um, chief for Savannah Metro. But one thing that people have to realize about police officers when they say, "Oh well, why couldn't you shoot him in the leg, or why you couldn't shoot him in the arm?" 
that's not how police officers are trained. Police officers are trained to kill. They are trained send a mass. There's a threat, eliminate the threat. So, you know, when she came in, could she have just unholstered her weapon and say, hey, what are you doing here? And right. at that moment, that's when she would have realized, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in the wrong. But she shot him. It's, it's, it's my opinion. She shot him because she didn't see any value in him. Hmm. That's mm-hmm. the way I feel. Y'all yeah. Lisa? I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's a little bit more deeper. And because they in the same building and she was already involved with the married man. I don't know whether or not this lady made any type of pursuit toward this guy. Mm-hmm. And he didn't um, acknowledge them. But I just feel like it's something a little bit more deeper going on there that hadn't been brought to the light. Because I just find it hard to believe that you can walk into somebody else's home and claim it as yours and kill that person in their own place. It's, that's just a little hard for me to phantom, you know? Especially if you're in an elevator, you're getting off on a different floor, then you're going to a different location, you know, and I understand apartment complexes, the hallways look exactly the light, alike, but I just find it very, very hard that you can open the door and just... <laughs> You know, you identified the place is yours, and then you just kill somebody. I, I just—it's just hard for me. I think this lady knew this guy, or she wanted to know this guy. It's just something else going on there. Okay, and that's what—and that's really what everybody was at that point, at that same point, like something she must have—they must have been dating. It must have been something going on. She must have knew him. So once we got to the point where she's been fired from her job, you know, now we're moving into the court case and everything because I can't, they, they, she was on administrative leave and then they fired her. So then we now, yeah, now we're getting to her actually being charged, which normally let's face it. We've got over what three dozen or more cases now that are just made public that no one's ever even convicted. So we're happy because now we're getting a, I mean, you know, they're actually going to take it to court. Like then there's a conviction. That's where we at. Right. So we, go ahead, Julian. Yeah. So, so, so now she's, you know, she's went to court. Now she's been convicted, but before that, mm-hmm. let's let's you know the judge. I I pretty much knew. I pretty much felt like there was going to be some bullshit when the judge. First of all, the judge was very dismissive throughout these case proceedings. Mm-hmm. She was very nonchalant toward the district attorney. Mm-hmm. She she was. It, 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 it felt, it 
felt, it just felt like some bullshit. And what she tried to do at the last minute, she allowed the jury to use if, at their discretion that they could use the Castle Doctrine. Right. For those don't know who don't know what the Castle Doctrine is, is basically if you know if if you are in someone's home mm-hmm. and you feel and they're trying to ask you to leave and you feel like you're being threatened, you feel like you're in danger. You you basically it's basically another form of staying your ground. Mm-hmm. I can stand my ground in your damn house. Maybe I can I can I can I can kill you. I can harm you. Um. And, you know, Texas is very, Texas and Florida, those two states, man, it's just, their laws are just not like no other. Oh, my God. It's Texas, it's the, it's not stand your ground, it's make my day in Texas, and it's stand your ground in Florida. Right, 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 but they're parallel. But do you you understand the, the make my day, you know where that comes from, right? Refreshing my memory, the the movie with Burt Reynolds, you know, Make My Day. But I think, when I hear Make My Day, I think of some type of wild, 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 wild it is, cowboy. It is. It is. Oh, okay. okay. It is. It's a, and that's the thing. That's where it came from. You know, some old Western, you know, Make My Day, shoot 'em up, bang, bang type of situation. And it's that's the law there. And so. And, you know, there's been a lot of stand your ground cases in Florida that have been publicized, but not very many are publicized in Texas because this this is this has been going around for not ever, but ever in Texas. Right. Right. But again, people have no value that are not Caucasian. They ain't white. They don't have any value. So therefore, That's these right. stories are not things that are publicized in Texas. It's just so normal. And, and, and the other you know, way around and, too, because don't think it's just the white people in Texas that are, you know, doing this. It, it black people aren't going to jail. It's not, not brown people, anybody. Like this is just the norm there. Period. White, black, or any race, and that's the reason why it's not getting the public recognition, like in Florida, because it's white, black, Asian, it's everybody down there that if they feel threatened, you know what I'm saying. So it's, it's normalized there. Where in Texas, I mean in Florida, it's not. Right. Well, be be that as it may, this this Caucasian girl who bleached her hair blonde. She was not a, she's not a, a, an original blonde. She bleached her hair blonde, and there was a reason for that. But to see, so now we're at the stage where, you know, <laughs> we got the judge, you know, taping for the wretched white chick, uh, got the, 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 the officer in the courtroom coming to brush and comb and stroke her hair. And the judge says, you guys can use the castle doctrine, yada, yada. <laughs> and she's, you know, so now she's being convicted of first murder in the first degree. Mm-hmm. The state of Texas. Here's the thing about that, though. And this is what we were paying. This is what uh, me and a group of people I was talking to um, were paying attention to. In the state of Texas, if you are sent 
in the state of Texas says you can be sentenced to five to 99 years in prison. Um, if you are going to appeal your sentence, remember now she was out on bond. Mm-hmm. She was not serving time in jail. She was home on bond fighting this charge. The state of Texas says that if you are going to appeal, if you're going to appeal your murder conviction, if, if you are sentenced to five to nine years, you can appeal your sentence from home. But if you are sentenced to 10 years and above, you have to appeal your sentence from behind the walls. So there was a, there was a real, rea- real possibility that the judge could have gave this girl nine years and she could have been convicted of murder and walked straight home. Say it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She could have got nine years. They could have immediately said, okay, well, we're going to appeal this. And she would have been able, a convicted murderer, walk right out of that courtroom and go straight home. Wow. Wow. Ridiculous. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> the judge sentenced her, you know, so the the, 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 the jury cam comes back. The jury says the recommendation, these people on that jury, they had one job, but this is what they said. This is what they did. They said 10 years. You know, I, I don't, you know, oh, my God. People of color make me sick sometimes. And I don't mean to sound racist, but people of color get on my nuts. How the hell? But, you know, anyway, so they come with the recommendation of 10 years. Mm-hmm. The judge says, okay, stand up, honey. You know, no, she didn't even have to stand up. <clears throat> she didn't even have to stand up. How the hell? I've never seen this in the courtroom. <laughs> she was, she sat there, found guilty, convicted of first degree murder. The judge said, you got 10 years. Then that's when everybody in the courtroom gets all teary-eyed. And, you know, the judge, oh, wait a minute, I know we're moving a little too fast because we haven't even addressed, you know, the family has to give their speech and their spiel on how they feel and their grieving process. Yes. Sorry, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you, because I'm 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 a little too hot right now. I'm going to let you start that off. I'm going to let you go into that. (laughs) So... They're giving the witness, you know, statements and family statements and stuff. And his brother comes up and gives his spiel about forgiveness. And, you know, he's choosing to forgive for himself, not for his family, but for himself. He does not want to hold a grudge. He doesn't believe that she should spend not one minute in jail. Um, he he feels real bad and real sorry for her. And um, I just want to go down there and hug her. Can, can, can I hug her, please? Can I, can can I, I please? hug her, please? Be, be, be honor, please allow me to just hug her. Because my brother wouldn't want me to be mad at her. He wouldn't want me to hug her. And he wouldn't want her to be in jail. Lisa. Well, well, I didn't see the brother's testimony. I saw the dad and I saw the grief and how hard it was for him to even talk about it. 
And then I saw the her the um I saw the mom, the little interview they did with her and how sad she was because she explained how great a loss it was and that her life would never be the same after the incident. And from the, all the times that I saw this young lady on the television, I just feel like she was remorseful. And I don't know, maybe my mind was playing with me, but I just, the, the, when the snippet that I saw with her apologizing, I just didn't feel like she was remorseful. I didn't feel like, um, she felt like a great loss. And it wasn't to her. It was to that family, but it wasn't to her. Mm. I, I felt like she was a piece of shit. I felt like the mama, the mama did a horrible, the, the mother, I don't even, I don't even understand what the hell the mama was even talking about. Talking about police corruption and, and I, 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 I'm not going to be here, you know, you guys got to deal with that. I'm leaving. What the hell are you talking about, ma'am, respectfully? What, is, what the hell are you talking about? And the daddy, I just, I want to be her friend. I, you know what, let me do it. I'm they did have, they did have a, um, and I can't remember whether it was on, um, extra or what, but they did have a little, there was a show that showed her a snippet of her and how great her loss was. She was speaking about how great her loss was and how her life would be saved. Turning over pots. 
I'm opening and slamming motherfucking refrigerator doors. I'm, I'm shaking the, I'm, I'm tearing the mini blinds down. I'm, 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 I'm doing all kinds of shit. I'm pulling the air dragging. I'm doing all kinds of shit. I'm gonna run your ass, slap crazy. You pulling wow. tracks out of people's hair in, in the sleep? I'm pulling tracks out. I'm doing all <laughs> kinds of shit. I, 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 and you know, and, and, and it's just, just, just... Girl, I just got my hair done yesterday and my track already out. <laughs> pulling I'm telling you, I'm going to flip the whole motherfucking mattress over while y'all ass in the bed. Sleep 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm talking about just... just it was just horrible. I mean, and that hug and the think, way he was hugging her. Yeah, I think it's 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 just tragic because here you have a scenario where an innocent life has been lost. Right. You know, they weren't out in the public doing anything. They were having a private moment, just enjoying themselves at home, and someone comes in and kills them and it's like both sides both sides the plaintiff the defendant both sides nobody has taken into consideration that a life has been lost it's like a little circus um the judicial system i i can't even i I don't know whether you have faith in them like you like you you would want to and feel like that they make decisions that bring justice to an um, innocent person. But it's just tragic to me because no one is valuing both sides right. if this is the, the case. Both sides are not valuing the life that has been lost. Yeah, except for the, fa- uh, except for the friends. The friends is like, if... If you get out in the 10 years, we're going to come back and we're going to come and find you. That's how yeah. people are. Now, yeah, let's now. Now we've we've gone through the shooting, the charges, the sentence, the foolishness afterwards. And you would think this would be the end of all of this. But it is not because all of a sudden the key witness is murdered days after the sentencing. Yeah. 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 And that's sad too because he moved out of that apartment complex because he didn't want to live there where someone had been killed. And then he he ends up being murdered. Yeah, he went to he um after after the whole shooting thing went down, he went to California. But they told him no, right. you got to bring your ass, you got to bring your ass back. You either gonna come back or we are gonna put you in jail. So he comes back and you know gives his testimony and everything like that. And then days after the woman is sentenced and is well off on her way to prison or whatever. He shot in the head. He shot in the chest and shot in the mouth. To me, that's 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 execution style and that's sending a message. Now they have allegedly found. Wait, 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 wait. Nope, let's not go there first. We've got to play out this scenario first. So before you go there, because you was about to do a Lisa. Okay. 
So, so they done found him dead. Now we in the news. Everybody is like, "What?" After you testify, you you done died. You know what I'm saying? Right. So basically, somebody done killed you. That's associated with this chick. Right. Uh, the police department. Somebody has taken you out because of your mouth. Right. So let's play that. Let's go through that. Yeah, I mean, that's him being shot in the mouth. It, it, who, who the hell else? Where, where, who the hell else would do that? Shoot him in the mouth and shoot him in, in the chest. I mean, if you if you would have just said, okay, well, he was found shot in the chest, it would still raise a brow. But the fact that he was shot in his mouth as well as the chest, that's sending a message. It is. That, right. that seems personal. Yes. Right. You talk too much, bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. You talking too much, bitch. You done said too much. Let me shut you your ass up. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So shot him in the mouth. Shot him in the mouth. And so. And then they didn't they insinuate that he was drug dealing. Oh wait, wait, time out. Now, 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 Julian, you can finish. Now you can go. To the next. Well, because Lisa well, then, over to that, it. Okay. Right. We, well, now we have this public outrage because people are like, oh, hell no. We ain't going for that $100,000 cash reward for anybody who know anything. There was there was, there was was talk of uh, someone saying that they saw a four-door sedan leaving the scene or however. So people are like, hell no, we want $100,000 cash. Well, lo and behold, out of the clear blue skies, comes out, they found the, the, the shooters. This was a drug deal. Yeah, not one day. shooter. Two. Not two shooters. Three. Three shooters, yeah, three, three shooters. Three right, shooters. it was two got called and one was still on the run. Yeah, so there's three right, suspects right. now. And, and, they and said then all of a sudden, wait, before you go there, all of a sudden, the newspapers read when Mr. Brown was killed, he had $4,100 worth of cash, 149 THC cartridges, and a couple pounds of marijuana. Now, now this comes out. Now, this man been shot a couple days ago. They done already went through his house. Did they say anything about that? Yeah. But then yeah. when y'all find these three people, now... Is yeah, yeah. Well, he had a lot of people don't know, and this didn't come out during the trial. He was shot a year ago at a club in Texas. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He was shot before. Um, but, and they also alleged that he felt like that wasn't the initial shooting um, in Texas that the person was still going to come back and try to get him. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. It was an assassination attempt back then. Yeah. Because it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just a very, um, just a very sad and despicable, um, just all the way around the board. My, you know, my heart goes Because a lot of through. dirt was um, pushed up under the rug. That's basically yeah, and, what and, Yeah, and yeah, And then all yeah. at the end, 
Mr. Gene is deceased and his death is not even a, just a mere piece. Like there's nothing of it. It don't even, his life don't even exist anymore because it is so much drama to this case that you can't even just celebrate his life. You can't celebrate the yeah. man because it's it, just, it's it's right. just filth all over it. And, right. and, the, and the fact that this girl could possibly be released in prison, released from prison, excuse me, and, and under five and under five to six years. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And they're going to be there with open arms, welcoming her back into society. And again, this man's life that is gone with so much promise is gone. Uh -huh. Yeah, we could just not let this week go by with not bringing this story up in its entirety because, you know, we don't normally do serious topics, but this one just like really, 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 really just rubbed me in like every wrong spot there is to be rubbed in. Right. Like every, just every. I agree. Uh, yeah, and, and this was, I mean, this was just. You, you know, people, it just, it was in your face. This It was in your face, yes. She went in his home, because I don't care what anybody says. Had those roles been reversed, <laughs> a black right. police officer could not get the benefit of the doubt. He could not, right. and, and, and think about this for a moment. This is what nobody's addressing. Think about this for a second. You, we see all these unarmed, cases of um you know white police officers police officers whatever period shooting unarmed black men and women but you have never heard of a case of a black man a black police officer shooting an unarmed white man or woman you know why right. because they know better you know you ain't getting the benefit of the doubt that Walter, you know, that Walter Scott case in, in in South Carolina, that could not have been a, a that police officer could not have been black, and that man right. running from him been white. Same they thing with the bottom jean. Yeah, same thing with the bottom bottom jean could not have been a police officer, and that girl Amber been a regular pedestrian, uh, a regular citizen sitting in her house eating a bowl of cherry uh, Cheerios on a Friday night. And he come in and shoot her in the his ass would have been indicted on the way to jail. He would have been indicted. <laughs> That's true. We talk about ten years in prison. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, nigga, we looking at the death penalty. You, you, you don't worry about the years. We looking at death. We talking death penalty here. That's what we talking about. So it, it just it, it just the systematic racism that is just in your face every day and the fact that again and i i, I hate to keep going back to this but that judge that just you know what i equate i equate that that judge that judge coming off her bench going out of her way to hug this woman who had murdered this young man in cold blood I equate that to back in 19, I believe it was 1963. I think it was 65 when Mega Evers got assassinated. 
When Mega Evers was assassinated in Mississippi in 1965, I think it was 65, when he was, when he was assassinated, the fucking governor of Mississippi came in the courtroom and shook the man's hand who shot him. That's how wow. I felt when I saw that. Yeah. I, that's what. That's that's exactly how I felt. You mean to tell me she killed this man in cold blood, and you gonna come off the bench and give her a hug and pray with her and give her a Bible, and then you make a statement? You said that the only regret you feel is that she had to ask you twice. That's despicable. Shame on Shame on the whole damn situation, man. It, this is just tragic. Yeah. But we about to be done with this because yeah. it, we know that it's not going to get any better and that um, this man has lost his life. Right. And the value of it, it diminishes Every time something else related to this case happens that has nothing to do with this man being deceased. Every this every time we turn around is something else added to it. It's like it's never ending. So I hope that man is he I hope that Mr. Mr. Gene is able to rest in peace. Because they've made a mockery of his life. Right. So on that note, y'all, all this serious stuff, we're going to be done. We're going to be out. And we're going to see y'all next Thursday with something fun. Something fun feel because, boy, we done drained the energy and the life up out of this one. <laughs> yeah. So until next time, listeners of Naturally Unbothered, we shall talk to y'all later. Yeah, peace out. Peace.